What's up, pimps? It's me. It's your boy. Welcome back to the Say It Again podcast. My name is Anthony Kane. How we doing? <laughs> Still in quarantine, I'll bet, huh? Fun, fun fucking stuff. I'm not, I'm trying, I'm fucking really trying not to talk about it every single episode, but god damn it, it sucks. Um, just want to state for the record, still have not watched Tiger King, and I really wish Netflix would fuck off with recommending it, because I have no interest in watching it. You know it's a whack show? Well, I think it's a movie. I actually don't remember. But um, it's so good that I don't remember if it's a show or a movie. Fucking watch Abducted in Plain Sight. That shit's whack and hilarious to me. But I'm kind of that's kind of fucked up, because it is kind of a fucked up story. But Jesus. Karen, can we look at the camera? But Jesus, it's so hilarious to me. Um, how are we doing this week, boys? Um, I'm going to keep the recommendations this week kind of short. I feel like in the last episode I might have talked a little bit too much about them. So I just wanted to give a couple uh, quick recommendations. Uh, number one, a show, the first season of Westworld. The only season of Westworld as far as I'm concerned. Because, holy shit, did that show peak way too early. The first season is perfect television fantastic 10 episodes tells a whole story twists and turns abound an interesting narrative oh, fucking, it's so good and the acting is so good if it was just the first season of westworld i would legitimately think that it was the best show ever but unfortunately it's not and uh they kept going and kind of nuked the show and i have no interest in watching the third season and Aaron Paul's in it. And Aaron Paul's a good actor, and he doesn't get enough work anymore. But he's, dude, he's fine. <laughs> he was in Breaking Bad. I'm sure. I'm sure he's doing okay. But I would love to see him in more stuff. That wasn't Westworld season three. Um, so movie, Bad Times at the El Royale. Great flick. Fantastic flick that uh, my buddy and I saw last year when we were shooting uh, the documentary. And it leads interestingly into one of the things I want to talk about this week. But we'll we'll get to that in a sec. Bad Times at the El Royale. It's just like classic story because it feels like a Coen Brothers kind of movie it's one of those kind of things all these characters go to this little motel on the border between California and Nevada and their motivations and who they are all kind of come to light and it's it's really good it's kind of long not gonna lie I, I'm not a fan of long movies these days anymore like dude there's so many movies on Netflix I want to watch but I can't I can't I cannot deal with the long movies unless they absolutely have to be like I can get down with a long movie if it feels earned but if like if your end game three hours like suck my dick you know it's it's no I'm not about it I gotta stop drinking water right before mm. well I give end game a little bit of a pass just cut all right my thoughts on end game are kind of weird so bear with me while I try and tell you this uh, concisely and quick uh, I I gave it a pass the first time I saw it because Endgame's not a movie. It's it's an experience. It's a wrap-up to the whole MCU thing. I have... Well, I know why. But <laughs> I know why they're going to keep making movies for money. But why, dude? It's such a solid just 22, 23 movie. It's such a solid 22 movie series. Well, I don't like them very much, but as <laughs> I'm talking as like a whole, like it's great, you know, just like a whole, got a couple movies, 10 whole years, beginning to end, and the whole last movie is entirely fan service. It's, it's cool, you know, 
the fans of that i i think you know i think the fans got exactly what they wanted and it, that's cool i even enjoyed endgame the first time i saw it i didn't feel the three hours i certainly felt it the second and third time i saw it but wow anthony you don't like the mcu movies yet you saw endgame three times yeah and i saw infinity war four times infinity four fun fact about me the only mcu movies that i like are the first iron man the first guardians of the galaxy infinity war that's it i cannot stand i cannot stand the other ones i kind of like captain america at least the first half i like when it's i don't know i like the world war ii setting and i'm i'll be honest i'm probably remembering it being better than it is but because I, I also haven't watched it in a while but i know that those three are the ones that i love first iron man fantastic flick first guardians i wrote this really long piece when i first saw it because i used to write movie reviews not for anybody just for my dumb facebook <laughs> shit you could write you used to be able to write notes on facebook and i would always write movie reviews and that movie uh kind of reminded me why i like going to movies and why i like movies yes yeah, it's great flick and uh, infinity war is just a great standalone movie they're all great standalone movies but i don't know endgame was fun the first time i saw it how did i get on this oh yeah yeah okay so bad times at the el royale it's really good got a great cast it's got this guy who looks and sounds exactly like tom holland but it's not him like i i was legit like is that fucking tom holland and it's not but what's even more hilarious is that uh my buddy and i looked it up after we saw the movie and found out that tom holland was originally supposed to be that role and so imagine being that guy it's like hey we couldn't get tom holland so you're up chief man i'm sure it's i'm sure it's all good i have got to start adjusting my shit before i start recording anyway um bad times at the Royale brings up uh, one of the things i wanted to talk about i've had i've kind of had this in my backlog of things i wanted to talk about on the podcast um so we we went and saw that movie because we were visiting uh, a friend of mine who was a, a drum major in the band for um this fucking documentary that i won't stop talking about for those just joining us now um i'm making this documentary about my high school music teacher because he retired last year and uh I kind of brought it on myself, uh, making, I kind of brought on myself this shit when, um, in a weird time in my life where I didn't have a lot of time. Now, luckily, I do, because the world shut down. Anyway, she lives in San Francisco, and I'm gonna now rant about San Francisco for 10 minutes. Uh, fuck San Francisco. I hate, I hate that city. It's probably my least favorite city that I've ever been to, and I've been to Manhattan, I will say, though, I, I actually really dig Manhattan. I don't remember if I ever talked about this before, but um, the thing about Manhattan that I really like is that I feel a sneeze coming on, but it's not coming. <coughs> Ooh. What I like about Manhattan and just the whole East Coast is that... All right, so I get to Manhattan. <clears throat> I get to New York, and uh, I'm visiting a friend of mine. Shout out, Audrey. What's up? She lives in Brooklyn. <coughs> and I love... Okay, so what happened was I get there, and we're riding the subway and I'm kind of looking around and I kind of realized that like, wow, no one really talks on subways. <laughs> and it's so weird because I live in California, right? And you know, if you live in California and you're on a bus or you're on a whatever, there's a really good chance that there's someone who's going to start talking to you or something. That's just something I've noticed. And so I kind of thought everyone was really cold on the East Coast, <laughs> pun intended, because it was 
two degrees there when I went. But I, I was like, wow, people are kind of rude. They're kind of cold. You know, it's kind of weird. But as time kind of passed, I saw these little moments of humanity. I know it's waxingly po- po- poetic, but I'm a, I'm a fucking writer who stutters. But they, um, I saw these little moments of humanity. Like I saw we were riding a subway and uh, a, a guy gave up his seat for a pregnant woman. I was like, wow. And I realized people aren't really cold on the East Coast. People kind of just mind their own business, which I really like because to go back to the bus or train analogy, I would rather ride a subway where no one's talking you know, talking to each other unless, you know, they're with people. I'd rather be in that situation than get on a bus and have to have a dumb conversation with someone about shit that I don't care about. I really dug it. Anyway, San Francisco sucks and I'm not a fan. It's laid out terribly. And, you know, I can hear y'all making the argument, oh, every city's laid out terribly. I'm just not super down with San Francisco. It's kind of weird and gross and expensive, but that's beside the point. You know what I really fucking hate is touristy shit. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves because why would you go somewhere? (laughs) Why would you go somewhere and then take a tour or, I don't know, take a picture with... why, Why would you pay to take a tour or pay to, like, take a picture or, like, pay to do all this other dumb touristy shit? Why would you pay $10 for a snow globe of San Francisco? Why would you pay... $10 for a magnet. I hate touristy shit like that. I cannot stand it. I hate tour groups. I can't get down with them unless it's like, unless it's somewhere like Hearst Castle, which Hearst Castle is really cool because they, uh, they do the whole tour and it's really interesting and informative. And then when the tour is done, you can kind of just wander around the, um, the area that you, uh, paid to check out. Like, uh, me and my friend, uh, shout out Audrey again, went to, uh, Hearst Castle and, uh, we could just wander around the, uh, the main house the grounds not the main house the grounds and the grounds are huge and it's interesting and it's all cool and there's no gift shop well there is a gift shop what am I saying at the house there's no gift shop I'm not down with those tours like if I go to a place if I travel somewhere like I'm I want to go out on my own you know my friend Ben he uh he did one of those um student uh traveling things around Europe and he didn't like it because it was so structured and you had to follow these paths and it's like I'd rather go somewhere to pick a random example of somewhere I want to go I want to go to Japan at some point in my life uh, now would be the time to buy tickets honestly but <laughs> haha coronavirus I can't escape the topic but I want to go to Japan and just like explore on my own you know it'd be cool if I knew someone in Japan who spoke Japanese but outside of that I don't want to do those tours I don't want to go buy I don't want to buy like an iHeart Japan thing. And this is, I'm not just shitting on San Francisco for that. Every city does that. New York did that. I mean, the iHeart NY shirts fucking kill me. Oh my God. There were so many people selling them and I was like, oh my God. Like Times Square is amazing. I think it's just such a weird place. Like, you know, I'm surrounded by all these screens. I think it's really cool. Unfortunately, there's all these people trying to sell me shit. And to jump back to San Francisco, I also want to give a particular big shout out and middle finger to, uh, all right, listen, pro tip, because I've been this asshole before, not with a mixtape, but let me just tell you, if you're trying to get me to buy your mixtape or listen to your music, don't come up to me when I'm walking around and say, Hey man, got this mixtape, check it out. And you know, here's what happened. Here's why I'm so pissy about it. I'm walking around. This guy comes, this guy comes up to me, 
says, Hey man, I got this mixtape. Be cool if you check it out. I'm like, okay, sure. I'm not going to, I'm going to fucking throw the thing away around the corner. But I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'll be nice. I'll be like, all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll definitely listen to it. He's like, cool, cool. Hey, listen, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm grinding right now. I'm on the grind. I really need you to, if you could give like anything, you know, if you could like give me some money for it. And I'm like, well, in my head, I'm like, look, buddy, first off, I haven't listened to it. Second off, more likely than not, it sucks ass. And, uh, so I pulled out my, uh, my classic excuse, which used to work a lot back in the day. <clears throat> I pulled the classic, oh man, I don't, I would, but I don't have any cash. His buddy comes up, <laughs> his buddy comes up and he's like, hey, yo, I got a square reader. Don't worry about it. I'm like, awesome, dude. I really wanted to give you money for this. He's like, yo, yo, like the minimum we're asking for is like 20 bucks. I'm like, $20 for your shitty mixtape? No, dude, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I'm like, I was trying to appeal to him back. I was like, buddy. I'm poor too. All right. I have like 16 bucks in my account at the time. I'm doing okay now, but I'm like, I got like 16 bucks in my account, dude. I'll give you $3. That's the best I can do. He's like, man, okay. And then, um, I threw away the mixtape naturally because why wouldn't I? (laughs) Because it probably sucked, but he got my $3. So listen, if you're trying to start your music career, don't do it like that. Don't corner people. Don't be an asshole like that. Don't beg for money. There's actually another funny story me and my me and some friends of mine went to comic-con that was in 2015 i think 2015 2016 i think it was 2015 me and my buddies go and uh, my friend jeremy shout out jeremy we're sitting there begging for tickets because it's impossible to get tickets and uh, we would go out there and have a sign that said hey you know if you're done with your tickets for the if you're done with your pass for the day or you know if you're done can we get them you know be cool not to go on a side tangent here but the comic-con people are such assholes like the people who run it people who go are great but the people who run it are such dicks like i mean you can't ask for tickets even though if someone's done for the day they're just gonna throw it away or keep it for a souvenir and you know i'm not going up to people saying like hey man you done with your ticket hey man you done with your pass hey hey i'm like hey here's a sign if you're done with it you know it'd be cool if not whatever but apparently you can get blacklisted (laughs) from the con by doing that because there were assholes who came up to us and was like you can't do that and I'm like I don't know why well if I was an alarmist I would say oh yeah I could I would let some you know you let someone in with a weapon or you'd let someone in no that doesn't even make sense now that I say it because there's metal detectors you know if someone's looking suspicious they check it's not like you can just bring a gun into a comic con like that you know you'd think they'd be easy but there's a lot of security they have metal detectors they have you know, people, they have security on every single door on this convention hall. And, uh, <clears throat> there's no way that you could sneak in a gun. It's not like you could have a fucking AR and like, just walk in and like, it's a prop. No, you have to go check any weapons, anything that looks like a gun. Fuck. If anything looks too much like a real gun, like they'll, they have to put on like a bright orange, uh, sticker or like a bright orange, uh, band on the gun so that, you know, people check it and then they're like, okay, so it's not real it's not that hard. So I don't know why it's not okay to get passes. This is a side tangent and I apologize. I'll do a full Comic-Con episode one day because I got stories on stories. I went to Comic-Con for fuck eight years straight, I think eight or nine years. I wanted to go for 10 consecutive, but couldn't do it that one year. So that sucks, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, so we're sitting out there and it's chill. It's really chill. I actually kind of dug it just 
sitting out there on this lawn in the shade asking for tickets we would actually do this thing another side tangent before i get to the fucking story i'm trying to tell i would i would do this thing i had a sign that said um free autographs (laughs) and people would uh people who got the joke were all like yo can you sign this i was like yeah dude for sure and you know people would always be handing out promotional items like uh magazines like these shitty little four-page magazines and so i would take all of them because the people giving them away were like you know volunteers and they were like hey man you know they'd give me like three and i'm like buddy i will legit take your entire stock if (laughs) i'll take your entire stock if you want and some didn't and so i had a stack of magazines and people come up to come up to me and be like free autographs i'm like yeah man i got you what's your name and i would sign these fucking magazines and i'm nobody no one cares about me no one knows me and people would come up and be like, hey, you know, free autographs. Who are you? I'm like, oh, nobody. <laughs> I'm nobody. And they'd be like, oh, so why are you doing it? Why the fuck do you think? Because I'm bored. I'm, I don't have tickets. And it's funny. <clears throat> and so I would sign magazines where I'd be like, hey, man, is there something you want me to sign? And people would like give me like you know foam one of the promotional things was like these foam drills one year and i would i signed like 10 of those and um we had like a free photo op sign got a couple of those anyway the story that i've been trying to tell for the last 10 minutes me jeremy and jimmy shout out the boys are sitting out there and this buddhist monk like in the full garb he wasn't cosplay he was an actual monk comes up to us (laughs) singles out jeremy which is unfortunate because Jeremy is one of the nicest, most polite people I've ever met. <laughs> Out of anybody in our little three-person group to pick to corner, he was not the one because the guy sits down next to Jeremy and they like talk a little bit about Buddhism and stuff. And so he's like, anyway, I have this book. I'm giving this book to people. If you want to read it, uh, it, was, it was some really huge, it was like 900 page book. It was like one of those little ones, like this thick, that thick. And they, uh, he's like, you know, we're, I'm giving this out. You know, if you're interested, you know, it's free. And Jeremy's like, yeah, sure. And then he gets you. He's like, but we're asking for donations in return, which is bullshit because that's not that doesn't mean it's free. First off, I mean that just means you pick the price. And so Jeremy pulled the exact same excuse. He pulled the classic, oh, I would, man. I don't have any cash on me. And this Buddhist monk pulls out a smartphone with a square reader. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I have just the thing. (laughs) Poor Jeremy paid $5 for a book he, I think, threw away. (laughs) If he still has it, I would be amazed. I think he paid $5. I should call him and ask him. No, he might be working. I'll do that another time. He paid like $5 for this book that he threw away like that night. He tried to, he was like, he's like, yep, it's about Buddhism. And, you know, (laughs) no shade to Buddhism, but he's, didn't really care he was like all right and he's like and the monk leaves and jeremy looks at me with this book he's like god fucking damn it it's <laughs> like god damn it and uh so don't do that and if you do that you know take the hint i know i know you're i know you're trying to make money guys but there's better ways right there's better ways you know if someone says oh i don't have cash take the hint read the room okay now I say that and I didn't beg for money but I uh, pitched a show to people because I uh, I was trying to make a show and I was telling people about this show I was trying to make 
And that's a whole other disaster that I'll get to at some point. But <laughs> I know what it's like to go up to people and just be like, hey, let me tell you about this. I wasn't asking for money. I asked them to check out our crowdfunding page. And no one did. But whatever. The uh, <laughs> So, I can't stand touristy shit. I'm not a fan. And honestly, you would be surprised. You'd be amazed by how many mixtapes I have. Dude, I don't throw away any mixtapes except for that one guy from San Francisco because fuck that that was bullshit but I have all these free mixtapes in my car that I've never once listened to and they probably all suck I want to be wrong I'm not trying to be an asshole I want to be wrong I want these guys to be the next Tupac or whatever big rapper there is right now Tupac Jesus uh, I want I want to be wrong I want people to be successful in their shit I think that'd be great unfortunately there's better ways to do it I had other things I wanted to talk about today, guys, but I managed to rant about that and get sidetracked so many times that we're just about out of time. So, to wrap things up, guys, got shit you want to send me? Got shit you want to say? Got shit you want to ask? I'll, I'll say it again. Say it again, pod at gmail.com. I'm going to put that here-ish. Links are going to be in the description. At the pie boy, if you want to follow me, you're welcome to. I post funny shit sometimes. Email the pod. Say what's up. Tell me how your quarantine experience is going. <laughs> what are you doing to keep busy? Because, tell you, I'm still working on that D&D campaign for my boys. <laughs> but, hey, that's going to do it this week, guys. <clears throat> and I really hope you'll join us again next week when we say it again. That sounded weird. I'm going to do that again. <laughs> Hang on, let me, let me do it like Mr. Rogers here. All right, let me do it like a radio show host. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. My name is Anthony Kane. You've been listening to the Say It Again podcast, and I hope you'll join us next time when we say it again.